Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. 911, what's your emergency? I can't find Captain Nash and his wife's cruise ship. Tonight, 911 comes to ABC. If we're going to make it out of here, we got to work together. Tonight at 9 on ABC, followed by 7 News at 11. This is why you watch 7 News at 5. This breaking story is happening as we speak. To get breaking news from the alert desk. When I know about it, you'll know about it first. So you're always connected with what's happening now, only on 7 News at 5. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. <laughs> Side stories. Yeah, your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. Are we good to go? All oh, right. We started, so we're recorded. How much have you been recording, Travis? About three minutes. You, oh, no. Oh, God, what did I say? Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm going to say it. It finally happened to me. What happened and to you, it's going to happen to you, too, Kissel. What? I got Lizzo fever. You got Lizzo fever? What Love the hell? Is- Lizzo. Who's Lizzo? She's a singer. Well, I don't. I have no idea who she is. She sings that song about juice. About juice? Yeah, and she has that other song about looking good. And about she dressed it up. She feels good. And she's super positive. Natalie really likes her, and Jackie really likes her. And now I'm into it. And yeah. I'm feeling free. Okay. It's a hot girl summer. Between you and Holden McNeely from Wizard on the Bruiser, his love of Taylor Swift, and now you love Lizzo, you know what? I have to ask, where have all the cowboys gone? Lizzo. Because I am still in love with the woman who sang that song. I love Paula Cole. Paula Cole. And that was the first part time we remember being like a boy, and I thought that she was really sexy, but she had armpit hair. <laughs> and I still was like, I t- changed something for I love me. It. it made me feel more European. Absolutely. But you would like Lizzo. She has a message of positivity. She's a full-grown woman. She's not a Nazi elite like t- Taylor Swift is. Uh, she, Taylor Swift is not a Nazi elite. I'm just saying she's not a a, a pariah of the hinterland. I don't know what oh you'd my, call her. You just she's hate a- Taylor Swift. Now I have to be, now I have to defend her. You always put me in these positions. <laughs> All right, this is side stories, everyone. I am Ben, and we have Henry here, and and beautiful. This is nice. You're in beautiful New York with us. I'm in fine New York. Yes, <laughs> it is nasty. It finally happened to me. I felt so sad. Not just Lizzo fever but i was at the gym humble brag very humble brag i have to keep my fucking blood pressure down i know that's why that's why i do what i do yes this body that you see before you that is mm-hmm. covering i'm i'm wearing i'm definitely back in the new york groove because i'm wearing my workout weird swim shorts yes I can, in the studio i can see your full form basically within those tight tight shorts that you're wearing i'm compressed you are compressed but the compression is hiding that this soft body you see is five days in the gym a week look at that yeah it's almost you like you can have this body it's almost like don't even bother working out what is the point just enjoy your life just you know? enjoy yourself the problem is I do the thing where I'm like, best part is I hit the elliptical 20 minutes today, so I could definitely eat three burgers tonight. Of course. That's the whole problem. Yeah, it's back up, down, up, down, speed and boost, speed and boost. We'll get to some true crime stories here in a minute, but you know what I'm doing? Hmm. Baby carrots. 
I'm going baby carrot crazy because what I find is like, you know, I like my nibblers. I like the crunch of a chip, yep. but I can't be taking in all the fat and I yep. can't do the fat free Olean anymore. No, nope, makes because, you drip out your asshole. Yeah. It gets pretty brutal down there. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing baby carrots and I've gone through three bags a day and I'm losing weight. Great. You have a horse's diet. <laughs> you know, horse's carrots and peanuts. <laughs> Why not? Well, what happened to me, so I was at the gym, right, uh-huh. and I felt a rumble. Mm-hmm. And for a second, Uh-oh. I was like, earthquake. The big one's coming. Uh-oh. This is the big one. Get to the door frames, which is also not what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to go to the door frames. It's all a lie. What do you Every mean? single thing we've ever known about any sort of earthquake prevention is a lie. You're supposed to get under a table. But needless to say, a table. I finally became an Angelino because it was just a train going past the gym. This and was in New York. Time. This is in New York. Mm. So isn't that fascinating? So you're a true Angelino. Is that what they call people from Los Angeles? Yeah. Are you sure about that? I wouldn't say I'm a true Angelino, but I'm definitely a not a pedophile Angelino. Oh, that's great. Well, then you're definitely not a true Angelino. I'm in the top 10%. Yeah. Well, very, very good. Uh, we got a bunch of crazy stories to get to. Henry, your people are in the news. That Your boy, Tom DeLong. Yeah, dude. Do you want to talk about this story? Because this stuff is like kind of crazy. Now, is it all nonsense? It could be, but they are setting themselves up here. If this doesn't turn out to be what it is, they're setting themselves up for a bit of a slide down. It's always been like this. Okay. Tom DeLong made an announcement on his Instagram and at To The Stars Academy also made the same announcement that they have a piece of what they're calling meta metal. Meta metal. Let me look up the exact terminology that they're using. And it's a little piece. It looks like slate. Like it is the and it has weird ridges on it. Yeah. Kind of like a like a Lay's. Kind of like a Lay's potato chip. Yeah, maybe it is metal, meta metal, and like the metal is thinking about other metal. I have no idea what meta They're metal would it do. Meta materials. They got their hands on it, and they believe that it might not be earth based. They have multiple. According to a comment from the To the Stardust Academy, we currently have multiple material samples being analyzed by contracted lab- laboratories, and have plans to extend the scope of this study. It sends you to www.tothestarsacademy.com. Where it says link in bio for offering circular, and when you look at the offering circular, it shows how you could be a part of the Two Stars Academy Woo. for an easy thirty G's. That's all it takes. That's thirty all it grand, takes. and you can be a member of Two the Stars Academy. Why wouldn't you be? So this whole thing, this is their biggest find, right? Well, if it if it, it big if true, there is. Many rumors for many years that Robert Bigelow had a cache right. of material somewhere in a warehouse that he has kept super, super secret, and that maybe that switched hands to whoever is the private owner of Skinwalker Ranch now. There's oh. multiple companies around, and but it seems like this is... I don't know if it's. I'm not going to put my money on it. But, now, this but according to Steve Justice, current COO of To The Stars Academy... The structure and composition of these materials are not from any known existing military or commercial applications. He's a, he was a former head of advanced systems of, at Lockheed Martin's Skunk Works. Which Ooh, is, it, yeah. These guys, I mean, they can be purchased. Of course like they can be. They were purchased court, by Lockheed Martin. They were. Yes. But like in any, when you go to any trial and they have these experts that are either ex- expert witnesses for the, the either defense prosecution, or prosecution, yeah. they are paid. 
Of so course. This guy is paid. We have no clue what they're, if any of this is real or not because they're keeping it real close to the chest. And every single thing that I click to look for further information just takes me to more options for buying stocks to the Stars Academy. Ah, so is this just classic UFO bait and switch trying to get your money? Is that what's happening here? I don't know. We're looking at if. Again, huge if true. Big if if this true. happens to be actual material from a thing they do not understand, what they see here on another note, if the claims associated with these assets can be validated and substantiated, then we can initiate work to transition them from being a technology to commercial and military capabilities. Very cool. So this Bobby Bigelow, let's call him Bobby Bigelow Bobby because Bigelow. it makes him sound more fun. I can see the jacket, the big, you know, those uh, the big collars that go all the way down the 1970s John Travolta. That look. Roberts but, always go as Bobby. Got to. to. If you're older, because Bobby is a really good name for somebody that, like, you don't know how he makes his money. No. Bobby's a really good name, for especially if he's an older boy. Because as a boy, a Bobby is like a, hey, shucks. Like, you could toss him a nickel and he'll go buy you a gallon of milk. And even if you didn't ask for a gallon of milk. Yeah, he'll come yeah. back with it. He'll, he stole it from the grocery store of because a gallon of milk costs $6. Absolutely, they so do. So expensive now. In but this economy. Bobby, as an older man, is a human trafficker. R- well, it could be. Could be. Or super star movie star like Robert De Niro. They always want to make sure Robert De Niro, because then he is his official name that they say at the Oscars and all the awards, but then if you know him, you can call him Bob. You can call him Bob. Isn't that amazing? No, we would love to talk to uh, Robert De Niro. I don't know about what, but I'm sure that would be a good time. So Bigelow, We can have him review my performance in Dirty Grandpa. That would be great. Um, so at the same... So this dude, this Bigelow guy, he's, a, he's one of these multi-billionaires, right? So he has invested all of his time and all of his money into like proving that this stuff is real. If this comes back to just be like, uh, you guys just scrape that off of a pickup truck, it is obviously simply aluminum or steel. Uh, this could just this would undermine the entire thing that DeLong's trying to do. They've this is a big this. thing. You know what's weird is that they've this has happened time and time again. This yeah. has happened multiple times. We've had many different people who have claimed, I mean, especially in the Bigfoot world. Oh, yeah. Where how many people have said they've had a Bigfoot corpse or yep. true evidence or Bigfoot scat? Right? <laughs> oh, so much big Bigfoot scat. It is like ridiculous. It's like, what am I going to do with, with all, all this scat? <laughs> I, I guess analyze it. <laughs> I guess so. By licking it and spreading <laughs> it. See how it spreads? I have no idea. But the, so... Who knows? They are definitely putting a lot on themselves. They're putting a lot they of pressure are. on themselves to say that this did not come from the planet Earth. And we're going to find out what's true or not. I mean, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of controversy around the To the Stars Academy, especially within the world of ufology, because it seems very much so like a pay-to-play scenario. Right. But what I don't think that many members of ufology don't understand that is um, – most of life is a pay-to-play scenario. Basically all of it. Yes, yeah. basically all of Unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, the way it seems to work is that the people with the – this is what the concept of how America, I guess, was supposed to work. Right. The people with a lot of money would then f- filter it down into people that can then – you can actually use sure. the services for and their expertise and that maybe it helps to not have a partisan effort of the government constantly with their eyeballs on ufology because mm-hmm. there's an agenda about hiding information or releasing it and they've been playing a slow game for a long time. So I don't know. 
partially me, I like the idea of private industry getting into ufology. Of course. Because, that's, because the cash dollars is what's going to allow these people to take their 2007 Hyundai Elantras mm-hmm. to the sites that they need to go. Like, you got to pay for gas money, of and course. you got to give them at least a sandwich. That's cost money. Multiple sandwiches, maybe a roller dog from 7-Eleven, maybe a roller taquito but if they're really fancy. That's why my thing is if I hired a league of ufologists to research a project, I'd get them starting fat. You could do it. You could do it pretty cheap to get a lead. I bet you you could do it for a thousand bucks. You can get five for a thousand. I think I could get three for a thousand. Okay. I want to say that I could get three. Yeah, I'm sure you could. And that I want them to start them fat so that you can only feed them one meal a day. Right. And then they can live off their stored resources. Absolutely. That's how I lost all my weight before. And that's why I'm trying to lose my weight again. Baby carrots. That's the way to go. It's like having a team of huskies. It really is. So when you see those Bigfoot hunters or ufolo- u- ufologists, ufologists out there in the field. Buy covered, them lunch. Buy them lunch. You see them out there covered in potential Sasquatch or alien dookie. It's definitely just bear crap, but just know they paid a lot of money. They paid a lot of money to be there, and then you can say, you know what? It's good not to be rich. Also, because at the very least, I don't have to do this on the weekends. Being a ufologist is a calling. It is. It's a calling, and it does mean (laughs) you're going to sacrifice a lot of your life (laughs) doing it. But I mean, who knows? Obviously, we're going to see how this pans out. Uh, If if it ends up being real, Tom DeLonge's going to be a heralded hero, not among the likes of Johnny Appleseed. He would be. But if he is wrong, he gets goes right back to being Blink-182. That's the thing. He actually is going to be fine. And maybe, maybe this is just DeLonge being like, you know what? Let's just put in let's let's just put a pin in it and just say we did it. And then this will all fall apart, and I can go back to singing Adam's song as the crowd openly weeps. We, I think he's putting it all on black. He is. This and is th- him putting it all on black and letting it run. That's what I do when I go to the casinos when I play my roulette. Black odd uh uh, that's it. Black and odd, and that's what I do. Uncle Ben, when you tell stories about the casino, it's so fascinating. So tell us, <laughs> no. which was the game that made you lose everything? Hey, you know what, buddy? I haven't lost everything yet. I'm double and tripling my money. But I listened to Norm MacDonald talk about his gambling addictions ah, recently, yes. and he said the same thing. He he, Which is the sickest thing I've ever heard. He <laughs> said that it felt liberating to go completely broke. He said he went completely broke twice. In real life, he went completely broke. From gambling really yeah well don't do that you want to keep your money you want to invest he talked about it like it was skydiving (laughs) that it was the most incredible thing that ever happened to him and it changed his priorities and it did all this shit and be like this is not the lesson no it is not the lesson you do not want to go completely broke of course norm uh he's got a whole career that he can go back and take his money out of and because you know i'll pay for norm i'll go watch i'll go watch the mcdonald live i'll go see him i would most assuredly pay for norm yes i would t- i would make i would keep him like uh, as a like one of those like artist patrons totally That'd be fun. I would love it. So, Henry, this story, I don't know why this made me think of you. Which is this story? But this one is about that dude who found this fetus in his mom's freezer. Did you hear about this story? You're disgusting. I didn't do it. I did not do it. Why does it remind you of me? I don't know. It just seems like something you would just be like, like, what is this? It's like, that is a fetus. No, my problem is that I put things in the freezer. (laughs) 
<laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, I put things in the freezer and I just forget, and they just become artifacts in there. It is, yes, absolutely, and that's what happened here. So the headline of this story, this is coming out of St. Louis. This is the headline. I want more answers. Man finds frozen baby in mom's freezer in South St. Louis. This is something that does happen. Women oftentimes will keep, not oftentimes, but I know some people. Oh, yeah, one in three. One in three women. One in three women. They always freeze their miscarriages. They all love them. They love to be reminded of them. But it is not, it's not that uncommon because I know somebody else whose mother did something kind of similar. So this dude, this is, uh, his name is, um, his name is Adam Smith. This is what he said. He said, I'm 37, and it's been in my freezer for 37 years, oh. and I was always told it was a wedding cake top. So basically, his oh. mother passed away. The story is so gross. It was just in the family freezer. Oh. Also, a good freezer. <laughs> they only had one freezer the entire That must be a Kenmore. That's got to be a Kenmore. That's, Kenmore. That's, That's a, Kenmore. a Kenmore. So this dude basically was moving out all of his mother's stuff. She was diagnosed with cancer and passed away. And then he's shuffling through all of the freezer stuff, which, by the way, he says to see if he should keep or throw away anything. And I'm like, you know what? Just throw it away. Like, what could your mom possibly have? Like, oh, I'll keep the chicken tenders. No, my mom <laughs> has kept a cake from my 30th birthday. Do you know it's a cake? It's, I know it's a cake. It's not in the shape of a fetus, is it? No, 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 no. My mom, she she bred all her children to full. Good, good. So, yes, he's like, I was there 37 years. My entire life, it was there. And then it says here in this article, he entire says. entire life, it was there. Yes, this is the article. This is just such a crazy paragraph. So his, his it says, his curiosity took over. Smith thought there could be that wedding cake top or even some cash in the box. But what he saw was the last thing he expected. Smith said, it turns out it was a baby. <laughs> he, told, he told us the frozen baby was wrapped in pink fleece. This story is just like. Maybe it's better that he found it after his mother passed, so he didn't have to have the conversation with her. What the fuck is this, mom? Like, you know what? I okay. He's thirty-seven years old. Yes, he is actively looking through his parents' house for cash. Right. Well, this number may, one, and again, also going to keep some of the food. What is? What's the saddest thing in the world? I've been there. Mm-hmm. Right. When you are looking through your parents' house, seeing oh, yeah. what you could sell, see what you could sell. I remember going through my parents' drawers looking for pills, which is I found the, the how I found the fact that my father used the same condoms of my mother that was the same brand of condom that he bought for me in high school to teach me about safe sex. That's how, these are the lessons you learn when you go snooping in your parents' house. You don't look into secrets no, of no. a parent's house because they keep weird secrets that are boomer secrets. I'll never forget when I found my mother because there was this, and I think they still exist, but like the, the turkey, the chicken cutlets, the, the oh, thing that pushes yeah, up your flappies. boobs. This has come but, up several times in the last couple of weeks. Well, it's wild because it's very soft. And it's fun to play with. And my mom did catch me playing with that. I think I've already told this story. Yes. But I was like, okay. It seems like this is fun. fascination for you. But so you go and you look for, you're looking for whatever's not sure. nailed down. And what if you, what kind of ghoul would be expecting a baby? No What kind one. of ghoul would be like, Hopefully this one has my sister who died. <laughs> or also, again, you're looking for cash. You're like, this has got to be fucking it. Yeah. Yeah, this has got to be it, man. Oh, my Why ship's coming in today, buddy. money in the freezer? I don't know. I guess you can keep coins in there. I guess so. But you don't need to keep them fresh. But this story is like, this story is so disgusting. So according to Mr. Smith, he said, this is a quote of like, how did this baby look? 
He said it still had skin hair and everything. It it still had skin hair and everything. It was mummified. And he said after that, I freaked out, put it in a box and called the police right away. He used to try to talk to his mom about this thing, right? And he said, I've asked her several times. And she always said it was a no-no conversation or just blew me off. My mom always has been selective about things. My mom has always been secretive about things in her life. And they're thinking this baby was anywhere from 46 to 47 years old. Oh, my God. So she kept a baby in her freezer for almost half a century. Whoa. And then finally, I mean, what? This is like, again, I don't know. Like, people, this is just a reminder. You never, like, oh, that's a nice grandma over there. She's really sweet. She makes cake. And then she opens up her freezer every night and kisses. Just. There you are. I knew you wouldn't run away. <laughs> oh, I knew you'd stay with your mommy forever. Give little kisses. <laughs> little kisses. And I'm going to put a military uniform on it because it is Memorial Day. <laughs> Want to remember all the fallen soldiers? You would have been such a beautiful soldier. My, I think you were a girl. I, I think it was, yeah. Oh, my God. But have you, just anything that you eat out of that freezer. That's been has been covered ever with miscarriage dust. Much like the the dude we talked about last week, where he he, he froze to death in the freezer. Remember yes, that? that like horrifying story. Anything that it was taken out of that freezer, it's just really really close to a corpse. And I'm just gonna say that doesn't make it more edible to no, me. No, it doesn't. Also, again, how many times it comes up on this show? Straight up. It r- Stop freezing everything for forever. <laughs> so this dude. Now I got to give Adam Smith some credit here. Um, he says I'm more confused than angry. He says I just want to find closure. I want to find answers. And this is a, this is the last paragraph. It says despite the disturbing discovery, Smith said he still help, he still needs help to pay for his mother's funeral. And then it clicks to a GoFundMe page. Great. So he's <laughs> yeah, but like, he was I looking for cash. You know what? Just put her in the freezer. Why don't you just give her what she's always wanted? I have no idea, but it's just such a funny like switch. Be like, oh yeah. By the way, if you want to help with the funeral, it's like, no. Why do I want to help with your mother's funeral? She's like, I don't know this woman. The only thing I know about her is that she kept a fetus in her freezer for almost fifty years. And it just shows you, you know what? Her memories were important to her. I guess so. And that's what that's what this is about. And sometimes you get end up a pack rat this way. But I I think it is better that it wasn't like a GoFundMe for his like sketch about like like a film shoot about how he's like this is tickle me elmo but what if tickle me elmo was a real pedophile like and you're like oh great cool cool sketch this is great oh man what about pickle me elmo just that elmo that eats a lot of pickles oh, wow. that another could be. failure another but failure. maybe that's saving lives maybe uh <laughs> maybe it is like this woman you know for a fact everyone's like oh she's a little crazy because she would just like point to her refrigerator and be like my child's in there my, I'd be like, no, ma'am, your your child is not in the... My child is in there. She seems to think this tub of I can't believe it's not butter is her child. <laughs> what is wrong with this woman? I want to talk really oh, quickly. God. An update on the two... Those two lovers. Oh, my. By the way, we did not have the information. We were trying to be compassionate, and that's what we get by giving people the benefit of the doubt. Honestly... These two kids are neo-Nazis. The I, two kids out of Canada, right? I knew for a fact that they were not going to be like... The most innocent boys on not. the face of the planet. I wasn't you- quite expecting Edward Norton from uh, from uh, what was the name of that American history? American X. history X. No, these guys are they're two losers. They're now alone in the woods, and apparently 
They are absolutely trapped. After kill- So according to Ian Austin of the New York Times, after killing three people and burning a camper in British Columbia, the two teenagers headed east, the police say, okay. and then the road ran out. In one of Canada's most isolated places linked by road on the edge of the Hudson Bay, lowlands in Manitoba, heavily armed officers with dogs, drones, helicopters, and an armored vehicle Jeez. are hunting for the two suspects in bush, swamp, and forest. And basically what they're saying is this is one of the wildest areas of the world uh-huh. and recent helicopter footage showing as they went to go look for them they just found two polar bears oh. that are the most dangerous like one of the more dangerous land animals they hunt humans for sport i wouldn't mess with them so maybe what we have to do is deputize the polar bears and be like yo you go get them why are these these are just two I understand they're dangerous, 18, 19 years old, but they're not predator. Why did they come up? They came at them with like all guns blazing. Well, it's because the all of BC is shut down right now. There are people saying it's like, I can't sleep. You never know when these teenagers are going to come in the night. That is the difference between Canada and America, because in America... We talked about this last week. It is just like someone just starts licking their gun. Yeah, most 18-year-olds have guns. (laughs) Now, according to Alan Schmigelski, uh, the father of Briar Schmigelski, Uh um, according to him, he believes that they are going to commit suicide in a video of him just crying on a stoop. He says he wants his hurt to end. They're going to go out in a blaze of glory. They were talking about how these boys are now on some form of uh, suicide mission, some Uh. sort of just beautiful young boy exploring each other romp deep in the forest Uh somewhere. I imagine they're huddled together in an empty log Mm, just for warmth. Slowly kissing each other's eyelids. For warmth. And holding each other, knowing that even if the whole world explodes, what they did last Mm. night when that polar bear was sniffing them, (laughs) and they had to pretend like they weren't inside of each other, which is, again, beautiful and wonderful. I mean, it's like that it must have been so dangerous and must have spiked it. But apparently, so Breyer oh. Schmigelski was found with several pictures of Nazi paraphernalia. A uh, he te- he had a they are a into knife it. That was called like it was like a knife that was called blood und Gersk. It was this blood and where is this blood and 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 valor or some bullshit that was okay. the name of the knife next to a Nazi flag. But according to Alan Schmigelski, he's like he's not some kind of neo-Nazi. He just collected Nazi paraphernalia because he thought it was cool. I think that's what makes you a neo-Nazi, unless you yes. are an active historian who has a museum. And, you know, is not posing with the Nazi paraphernalia next to a swastika. You are that is not, the difference. Because also, the guys that are in the, the Nazi reenactment parts of the World War II reenactors are also not the most popular. No, definitely not. I'm not going to victim. I'm not going to. The, the father is a victim in his own right. But I got to say, okay, you're the dad of this kid. You didn't see this coming. Like, no. how weak well, do you have to be? You, how, I, like, you have to know that your kid is going to do something dangerous. He's posing with all these weapons. He's a neo-Nazi. I just watched another. It was not Children of Rage. It was another, I believe it was called My Killer Child. It was an HBO documentary. Mm-hmm. It was like My Dangerous Son, it might have been called. But he, these, d- these parents 
They don't, you don't really know the inner lives of your child unless you're completely up their assholes. I and mean, they're 18 years old. Yeah. They're 18 years old. There's really not a lot of you can do to control it. I, the dude is beside himself. And I, I actually wonder, because at first, yes, because I'm that is my reaction too, right? Where my it's parents like, where knew were that parents? I was drinking, but they're like, okay, just let him do it. Like, but if I had like a bunch of guns and a bunch of Nazi paraphernalia, I think we would have had a conversation. My mom was like big brother. Nothing was, uh, no information. I oh, thought yeah. that I could be kept secret. Secret could be kept secret for very long, but also I didn't really care about hiding it. Jackie lived the whole second life that she hid from my mother, but that was different because she was good at school. My yes. mom just wanted to get. I didn't get A's because I was bad at doing all of the work. Right. I was good at taking tests, but I was bad at being a student. Well, that's the hard part, yeah. All the stuff, all the yeah. hours and hours of work, yeah. all that homework and stuff. It is amazing because I was a good, she, great friends with. Well, my- but she would go and my mom would sneak around and ask my teachers what was up. She oh, yeah. went through all my fucking drawers. She went through all. All of that shit. Oh my god, my mom used to take it to the next level, and this is why I know for a fact my parents would have been like, no, you can't be doing all this Nazi stuff. My brother had some porno, and he hid it behind a bush, <laughs> and my mom <laughs> called the principal, and over the PA system, they said, Eric Kissel, report to the office. Your mother says she found your stash. <laughs> now, little did she know, it was all penthouse forum. And little did she know that he was gay, because I think now they probably wouldn't have publicly humiliated him for looking at naked women. But who knows? I don't know what their thoughts were. But my God, this father, I mean, what's the other dude? The other dude's dad is just like, yeah, he's a jerk off. I never liked him. Like, where's the other dude's dad? The other dude's dad, they he has not really come out for uh, comment. He said that they've been barricaded within their own home by press. They are trying. Oh. They say that their son was a kind, considerate, and caring young man. If I were to, Ugh. obviously, this is full backseat homicide detective. Right. But I imagine... That Briar Schmigelski is the driving force, and that Cam was kind of like going along to get along with his buddy that ended up like kind of what we saw with Dylan and Eric from Columbia. Right. always seems to be an aggressor, and then somebody who is paired up with them that's sort of like a, a facilitator, a boy, a lo- yeah. a, like a, a, a squire. Yes, that's a, a, a go- uh, one of, one of go- Goebel's men. For uh, for the Nazi references but out there, they are now out in the middle of isolated. Canada. They are, there are no remote. Die. They do, they may have they f- stolen Toyota. Found near Gillum was also left burning. Provided investigators with a clue of their whereabouts, so they had already stolen the car. Dude, they're they like, really it's like, going. It's like Home Alone with the wet bandits. Why do you have to burn all of the cars? It's going to be a pretty big indicator that you're the one who stole it. If all of the cars that you steal, you burn. But they are they are legitimately. I think they are just sitting in the fucking. Just alone in the woods. These dudes are just going to walk out one of these days with their hands up, super hungry, and just be like, can I get a protein bar? I really don't care. They have to be, they're so in over their heads right now. The lowlands have large areas of peat floating on water that can give way easily. Walkers could fall through. Ponds and streams frustrate anyone trying to cross on foot. The black spruce trees that dominate may not be large, but they have unusually dense needles, making them ideal for hiding but disorienting for anybody crossing through the bush. I mean, if this wasn't the case of people who committed triple homicide, allegedly, triple homicide, this is just Frodo and Samwise. This is just a fun journey. They could have just gone to the woods and done this without murdering all those people. It makes it so much more fun to be gay if you're also violent. <laughs> I'm certain it does. I don't and know. They said also the insects 
According to Mr. Shawchuck, they're on full force. They're out there like crazy. Oh, the insects are on full force? Red alert for insects? Because they straight up think that they could die in the bush, but just because they're sl- they're lying in the bog, that it could swallow their remains. Ooh. And they said, <laughs> the final message from the homicide detective was like, why the hell did they come here? <laughs> and I, it's, honestly, so it's, da- it's full I of love- dangerous animals. It's completely impassable. And now they're just they're just in there. I do love that the homicide detective is just surprised they have a visitor. They're like, oh, you know, someone came here. Yeah, it's triple homicide. We actually have to go find him. They came here? I got to tell you, it's been a busy summer. Uh, a horse got loose wow. last week. We had those murderers come. <laughs> that was nice. Um, and the, uh, do you know the Oscar Mayer hot dog van is supposed to come through sometime within the next six to eight months? Wow. An yeah. exciting time. In that part of Canada. That it's is, a hot dog van out here. I love Because that. we don't believe in wasting all the resources of having a full dog out there. It's just a van with a picture on the hot dog on the side of it. But if you talk to one of the hot girl, if you talk to one of the hot dog boys in there, because it's never a woman. No. It's always a man. But you'll get a discount. You will get a discount. And let's be honest here. Being a hot dog, being the Oscar Mayer Wiener hot dog driver is extremely difficult. You're supposed to be bilingual, and you got to set everything up. You got because now they got all these TV screens. What are you supposed and then to you speak? Have, you have like to host this whole thing. English and fat guy. Yeah, you're supposed to do both. Uh, hello, welcome to the show, and hello, welcome to the show. <laughs> it, that is how it's supposed to go. It's really difficult to become the Oscar Mayer Wiener guy. I better be. I would like. To, I would like to imagine if you are driving the the uh, an actual hot dog shaped the ambassadorship from the Oscar Mayer Wiener family that I. But you should be very responsible. And this is the kind yeah. of thing we should talk about with Jackie, because Jackie's the hot dog ambassador of, is it New Jersey? Montclair? I really don't know. I, but if, if she wants it, she needs to get her trucker's license. She, Jackie needs to get her trucker's license. It's a good fallback. Although she doesn't know how to ride a bike. So maybe get on a bike and then get into a car, because she doesn't even drive a car right now. No. So maybe maybe start small. And I actually kind of th- want to get her on some roller skates. Yeah, dude, that's great. Work on the balance. I mean, you're a Zabrowski. You guys are short. We're built stout. for driving. Yeah, built for driving, and you don't. You can't knock you guys over. Yeah. So I don't even understand how you guys didn't learn how to ride a bike. Because very you, flimsy. As soon as I got wheels underneath me, I fall bizarre. right down. Live from your grave. Now you can stream the live TV you love for just forty bucks a month with Sling TV. Get your favorite channels and shows for the best price. If you want live sports, Sling has all the football playoffs and pro and college basketball. Stay up to date with breaking news from around the world with MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News. Sling also has reality, TV, popular entertainment, kid shows, and more. Sling costs almost half as much as other live TV providers, so you can watch more and pay less. Sling is easy. Sign up in minutes, stream at home or on the go on up to three devices, and record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. Get flexible channel lineups that put you in control. Pause, change, or cancel your service at any time. You'll never get locked into a long-term contract. Check out Sling.com for special offers. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you'll love. Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace! With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website, all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. 
It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. I'm, I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses Filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay, because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt and not only are you going to get the judge reinhold sitting on the clydesdale entire series clothes and non-clothed what we also are going to offer and i mean this we're trying to get into draft rides i brought this up the other day we got to start riding other animals but horses take pictures of the horses photoshop the horses into other celebrities but stop riding them save a horse ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. Live from your grave. Well, this next story, this one, let's talk about this Instagram influencer. This is really scary. This is the, what, this is the second week in a row or, or two out of three weeks we've talked about an Instagram influencer uh, it's, really, uh, it's been in the news quite a bit, and I feel like it's one of those blood-in-the-water scenarios sad. where these stories pop up kind of in waves. Right, absolutely. So be careful. This is like a beep, 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 public service announcement. Be very careful on social media. So this is an influencer, Ekaterina Kara Glenova. Very good. I'm trying my best. She was found, oh my God, she was found stabbed. And stuffed into a suitcase. This is just a beautiful girl. There's a picture of her. She's kind of doing the duck face thing. She has 85,000 Instagram followers. And no one knows who did this yet. But she had recently started a new relationship and had planned a a holiday trip to the Netherlands to celebrate her birthday. That was going to be on July 30th. Uh, her parents grew extremely concerned when they she, when they tried to contact her and she was like not answering. So they contacted her landlord and requested access to her apartment. That's where they found the body. That's where they found the suitcase containing her body in the hallway. Um, they called an ambulance. They still don't know who did this, but she regularly posted herself on Instagram. Her follow her followers likened her uh, appearance to the film star Audrey Hepburn. So this is just a super... She is very beautiful. She's absolutely gorgeous. And if you look at the Instagram photo there, Henry, she does look like Audrey Hepburn. She does look like Audrey Hepburn. So strange. And so we... See, they think people become obsessed with someone from afar. We actually received a email about this not too long ago that was very, very interesting. It's a syndrome that has been around, they say, since the 1950s called parasocial interaction. I think okay. we talked about this a little bit. I'm not really certain. It was coined by Donald Horton and Richard Wool in 1956 and refers to a kind of a psychological relationship experienced by an audience and their mediated encounters with performers in the mass media, particularly. It says on television, but I now think, this is back when they were right. first formulating it, and now moves, I think, very easily towards the internet. Oh, absolutely. Because, because think about this kind of shit, right? Is that at least on TV and movies, there's kind of an elevated 
difference yes. between who that person is and you. And you can follow a Chris Pratt on sure. Twitter. And the thing about what the internet then does is that I think subtly, psychologically, is that it takes these people and puts them right in league with your friends that you know every it day. levels the playing field, yeah. So Ekaterina is in your f- Instagram feed just like your f- other normal friends and just right. like any other celebrities. So you begin to grow a one-sided, very deep relationship with this person. And then now we're seeing this concept of orbiters and yes. the, 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 these, because of the speed of social media and the, the constant refresh of content and the influx of like different people's voices and all this kind of shit i think it ramps up that attachment absolutely and people you know we we do as well we post personal things you know to relate to people and and obviously we have a product to give them which is all of our podcasts and live shows and things like that if you are an instagram influencer you really are giving yourself, and this isn't, uh, you know, this is, but you are giving a part of yourself to the world. You look at the Kardashians, yes. they have made their bed, and that's why it's like every facet of their life is something that people think that they have or should have access to. So you start blurring that line, and as we talked about a couple of weeks ago um, with the murder of the other Instagram, um, what was her name? Uh, Bianca Devins. Bianca Devins. As we talked about Bianca Devins, these people really have this strong relationship in their mind. Well, you're also... Then you also wonder... So sad. Because this is shit that also, like, gives me the fucking... Uh, makes the hairs in the back of my neck stand up. Is that as I'm reading about the this, this parasocial interaction concept, is that they have been using this technique. They have been using the, the parasocial interaction as right. a way to gauge success... In social media and web traffic. So it's it does get to a point almost being like, are the companies, right. for the sake of driving eyeballs to the advertisers embedded in these various posts. That's a good point. Are they truly beginning to drive us insane by using these tech, using the quick hit endorphins of likes and all you this know, kind of shit where like, we are locked in this constant, what we believe is a... a speaking like an actual relationship right. with somebody that exists on the internet which is an entire persona yes. even that person that you're seeing on the internet maybe a section of that is real but it is highly curated and it's complete it is put there for your Absolutely. viewership and as we see, you know, sometimes we get sent that meme where it's the girl staring at the poster of her three friends. And it's always yes. like me listening to the last podcast. Now, anyone with a normal brain is like they understand. That's like it's great. You know, yeah, it's fun. But once you start going, you just need one crazy person, one person who is a little bit sick. And it seems like well, this isn't new. The stalking and murdering of women. This is also, you know, this no. is, there's there's not it's not a coincidence. Of course, not. that we're talking about this in the context of men killing women. But now we're looking at I just wonder. But it's interesting about how the thing that seems to be what might be sort of killing the human race from the outside, like kind of what the if we could get past the speed bump of what social media is doing to us, like maybe right. we'll have a chance to evolve. But what they're doing now is putting us inward at each other on purpose like they're generating these relationships because they want you to be addicted to the app they don't care about the relationships that are happening absolutely uh, within the app they just want you on the app and never leaving the app when i when i got off of twitter there when i just deleted that app it really was like an unshackling and now i can go back and dip my toe in but i really was like in that world yes and it was super real it was hyper intense and they want you to be there absolutely they want you to be at that point they want you to be compulsively checking it so and but that with that 
that does is for 99% of the population, that normally leads to, you know, yeah, you will end up buying more uh, things that are advertised whatever, to you, yeah. and you will just, like, go watch the content that is there, and it is completely harmless. But for the 1% that becomes sort of weaponized by this, right. it is, it, I mean, I feel like we're going to hit a lot more of these circumstances, like Absolutely. these murders and the and fucked up weird online community spillovers in real life yes. to create true chaos. I think we're going to see more and more of that as And maybe this comes down to self-policing. I don't think this can be legislated out. As a matter of fact, I'm going to talk about this on Abe Lincoln's Top Hat this week with Travis. Uh, there's a GOP senator that wants to stop the addiction of uh, of websites. So his big idea, and we won't get into too much details here. You gotta wear, you gotta wear a clamp on your dick. You gotta wear a clamp. But his big idea is to get rid of autoplay. And it's like, it's not autoplay. Not autoplay is. is not, he's like, oh, the videos, they just start they up just again. Keep going. And it's like, no, you freaking moron. Because I tell you what, how many times <laughs> I sit alone in a hotel room and I just watch one video of two boys jumping on a trampoline. <laughs> and it just sends me another and another and another and another. And next thing I know, it's three days later and uh-huh. Donald Trump is president. Isn't that something? <laughs> so this is going to be more of a cultural thing. And maybe, maybe it's like time to self please and if you see people acting like total creeps and posting on these instagrams i don't even know what do you do call well, them out but then I, I, it's hard it's, it's just parasocial, very tough parasocial interactions are not you're not completely like bad right? right it's actually kind of it's just kind of how our brains work they're neutral so it's about like how do we make sure as people that are content providers like people that do this kinds of things who are entertainers especially on the internet right tell people like you need to take care of yourself yes you must do it we can't save you we can't do it like you can't create that where i think a lot of people kind of create this feedback loop where they yes they like you end up like liking the attention of all of these people and then it kind of poisons your own inner well now and also we have this we have a new rung there's a new layer of fat on celebrity the, fa- the the celebrity fan. There's a professional wrestling fan who sits front row of all the WWE That's pay-per-views. That's awesome. And he is now King Fan. And, uh, you know, so now he is a celebrity amongst fans for being a fan. It just continues. The, the ripple effect of celebrity just continues going on. And now he's an influencer as well. It's a whole new. It, you know read what? that Entertaining Ourselves to Death. Yeah, that's a great, that is a great book. Yeah. Um, also, no one, it doesn't seem to be doing anything. I want to congratulate the people. I'm not sure. I'm going to make these people hero of the week. Let's do hero of the week really quick. By the way, that new Hero of the Week song done by Mackie. Thank you. Good work. Yeah, it's awesome. So this week's Hero of the Week, and I don't even know their names, but it is whoever was brave enough to go to a giant supermarket. It is just called Giant Supermarket. It is a normal-sized supermarket. And they put ice cream cones, those really classic ice cream cones. Was it giant or was it a giant eagle? 
I think it's just giant supermarket. I'm pretty sure. Um, they put ice cream cones still in the box all around Marty. And then Marty was like, I don't know how to deal with all this. I don't know why Marty sounds like Puffin. I don't know. Nonetheless, you are the hero of the week for standing up against the tyranny that Marty has uh, made us confront Every single time we go to the supermarket. And I will say this, new fun pastime, watching robots try to figure out life. I, it's interesting. I think you're slowly falling in love with robots that are working their way in. But I, I just, first of all, be, I'd say be comforted by the fact that they are this easy to stop. For now, I'm, I still get in my holes of Boston Dynamics videos. I love it. It is so scary. Anyway, but we could talk about that forever and ever. I still have not seen a Marty, though, in real life. I know. We, we will in the Midwest when we go. That's We're not going to tell you when, but we have some dates coming up in the Midwest. So oh, we got to go. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, all right. But we also have, uh, what, we got an email? I want to read this email right. because I love this. You might think that this is boring, but I love this kind of shit because I talked about it a little bit last week about my reality blip, and I love Philip K. Dick. PKD always talks about this kind of shit about how it offers a new wor- view into reality. Mm-hmm. So this comes from me. I was telling my wife about Henry's reality blip story from the last episode, and she urged me to tell my story. So here it goes. All right. This was last October, November. And during a period where we had a few other weird and creepy things happen in our home over a three to four week period. On one incident, we heard a crash in our kitchen around midnight after we went to bed at 11-ish. We walked out and a pan that we washed after dinner and set by the kitchen sink was on the floor on the other side of the kitchen island, 15 feet from the sink. Weird. My wife doesn't like to talk about that one. My reality blip story revolves, much like Henry's, around a piece of jewelry, specifically my wedding ring. I woke up one morning, and it was not in its normal place by my sink. I spent 15 minutes looking for it and had to go to work and ask my wife to look that day. By that evening, it still had not turned up. I tore that bathroom apart, including taking apart the drain and pipes to make sure it hadn't gone down the drain. I was worried sick, and it was driving me crazy that I couldn't find it. I searched the drawers, the cabinets, moved everything in there that was not nailed down, but no luck. It was missing for four days. Jeez. And every day, I just lost more hope that I would find it. The fifth day, I got up in the morning, took my usual shower, and when I picked up my deodorant, my ring was sitting underneath it. I literally just sat my deodorant down, walked into the bedroom to get my wife, and said, you gotta see this shit. When I showed her where it was, she just stared at me like I was possessed and said, no way, you are messing with me. It freaked us both out. I've attached a couple of pictures. It shows that his deodorant just barely covers it. Jeez. Like he shows it, it's like wobbly on top of it, sitting on the sitting on top of it. He said it was literally plain as day in the middle of the counter. I was a hundred percent convinced that my wife was messing with me, but she swears to this day that she also searched for it and could not find it. Interesting. Well, thank you so much for the story. And I got a lot of also messages about the Lyme disease spread, the idea of weather yes. I'm reading the book currently, and again, it's not really about the fact that they purposely released ticks with Lyme's, Lyme mm-hmm. disease is that perchance there was an accidental release of some of these things that we're working isn't on. It, and a couple is it of scarier? Is it scarier, though, that it's just going to be like, bah, 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 oh, no, it's going to be all accidental. It's just going to be a goofy janitor that's like the comic relief of every horror movie. I went and uh, I, I researched a little bit about uh, high security disease centers where yeah. they do research on some of these things, what they call gain functionality, basically where they take old... Like old 
fucking diseases that they were like trapped in ice and shit and they mm. try to see if they can bring them back to life. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Of they, course. But they, it's this whole weird deregulated area where it's this kind of no rules land where people Jeez. are trying to figure out how to to set up proper parameters. And even within these high security like centers, there's over 600 accidental releases so- that have happened of ancient flus, it's gonna be wild. This whole thing—it's exciting. It, it's gonna be like the mummy. It's gonna, like this whole thing is just gonna happen because someone showed up to work hungover, slipped on literally a grape, and then just smashes a vial worth of the full of the bubonic plague, and we're all gonna die because of it. I have another good wickety story. This comes from T. My parents separated when I was nine, and by the time I was thirteen, I had moved from Norfolk, East Anglia, to Southeast London Ooh. with my mum. I would visit my dad, who still lived in Norfolk every summer. I didn't have a bedroom at my dad's. Yeah, his was is a bit shit. <laughs> and would always sleep on an airbed in the living room. Oh, at come the, on. That's the best your dad can do. It's come hard on. when you're a new single father. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. It just sounds like a lot of it was everything was it was a rough summer. <laughs> at the far end of the living room was a pair of glass patio doors that looked into the garden, easily visible from the airbed. One summer, a friend came with me, so I gave up the airbed and would sleep on the sofa. From the sofa, a partition wall obscured my view of the patio doors. We were chatting late at night, as a pair of teenage girls are prone to do, and when my friend suddenly froze. She was visibly scared, shaking with wide eyes. Ooh. I asked her what was wrong, and she stammered as if she was hard to, if it was hard to speak. Bright light. Very bright light. Uh-oh. Moments later, she was fine and couldn't explain what she had seen or why it had scared her. To be honest, I wrote it off as bullshit. This was until another visit a couple of years later. I was probably around 15 and had stayed up late watching TV. I finally settled down for the night and was laying on my back, awake but with my eyes closed. Despite the fact my eyes were closed, I got the sense that a bright light had been switched on. Annoyed, assuming that someone had turned the light on to come downstairs, I opened my eyes and prepared to shoot visceral, moody teenager looks at the culprit. <laughs> Uh-oh. However, the light was not coming from the stairs or the fitting above me, but from the patio doors. Still in bed, I looked down past my feet towards the doors and saw a large, round ball, approximately half a meter across, of intensely bright light suspended around six feet from the ground. It lit the whole room, and I was filled with intense and overwhelming, heart-pounding, throat-closing panic. I threw the duvet over my head, held my breath, and lay very still. Moments later, the feeling had vanished, and I could tell the room had darkened. I tentatively poked my head out of the duvet and looked towards the patio doors. Nothing. I didn't get to sleep that night. She said I was wide awake and I was physically and I and physically moved. Wow. So she was not a dream or it was not sleep paralysis. That's what she was saying. Right? Very cool. Very, very interesting. You know I love orbs. Of course. You know I love orbs. I know you love orbs. Thank you for sending me orb stories because Absolutely. I think they're very interesting because I think that is I think it might be fucking energy beings, bro. <laughs> I think I, it's honest, possible. Once we go post biological, there's going to be a lot of amazing things. I love it. Um, all right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening this week. And I'm sure that everyone is getting ready to hear Henry's Triple L. Uh, but before we get to that, I just want to. They can wanna, hear it if they want to. I just want to say thanks to everyone who came out. We, I mean, we thanked everyone. We thanked everyone on on last oh, yeah. podcast. Oh yeah, but, multiple times. But okay. you know, uh, you know what I'll say? It'll. It's never enough. It's you never guys, enough. The way you guys come and support us at the live shows is some of the. It, it's beautiful. It's so sweet. It's Thank really you. really.
really awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Yes. All of the shows that we have done this last year have been, th- I mean, honestly, this is the most fun I've had on tour. Oh, it's amazing. And, uh, you know, we're, we're doing more stuff here. Obviously, check out the new wrestling podcast, Kind of Fun. We have a great interview with Rick Knox. He's a very uh, famous referee. It'll be really exciting. And also, August 11th, after our show, August 10th in Milwaukee, if you want to hang out with just me, I'm going to be showing my documentary, Hail Yourself America. That's going to be in Milwaukee. So get some tickets for that. I think I have the link. I'm going to shoot the link out on my Twitter. That's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's just so fun to have more to have more stuff to uh, to show and to share. So live every day like it's New York City. It's fucking 97 oh, degrees outside. God. And does it matter if you're gross? Remember, it doesn't matter if you're gross because everyone is gross in everyone. their own way. Yeah. All right. Love that your thighs are covered with a brew of your own biology Ugh. that you or your personal stoop is sealing your thighs together because oh, yeah. I don't trust people whose thighs don't touch. No, you got to have them touch. Sure. You got to be able to. Oh, like two loaves. See, look, look at my thighs. I, can't, I, I am looking uh, at them. They're. They're tighter than they were. Yeah, they are. I do the squeezy well, you've never machine. had big legs. You've always had tiny legs and a big tiny. belly. Yeah. yeah. And it hasn't changed. No, not too. Well, the belly isn't as big. I'm just, I am literally exactly the same, just about like a tiny bit smaller. Just a tiny bit smaller. But my body has not changed at all, and it's not infuriating. You gotta laugh. No, a that gym you can't. go to the gym yeah. so often, but you won't make the changes it fully requires to get the muscles <laughs> that it, that it matters to other people to see. Because you know what it comes down to? It's about being physically stronger. It's about the fact that I can right. I can lift and make love to my beautiful wife. It's about the can fact that I can. Can you lift Natalie up? Oh yeah, of course. We run drills. Oh really? I try to do a thing where I have Nat. This sounds strange, but I like it when Nat and we don't do this all the time. We've done it both ways. Okay. Nat lies like she's dead, like she's unconscious, right? Uh-huh. And the goal is to see if, if there's fire, if I can get her out of the bed and into the living room. To throw her in the fire? No, no. no but the idea is to get her out of the house. But you just brought her to the living room. This what? is you just have one a window stage. right by your. I'm not going to. I can't. <laughs> my neighbors don't know me well enough for me to come out of the apartment building with Nat all prone <laughs> in my arms. We're just practicing, sir. It's, pra- it's drills. Just it's drills. drills. You guys are doing drills. Do you guys have any firearms in your apartment by any chance? You guys just doing safety drills? Or- Soon. Okay. But she also does it with me, too. It's fun. It sounds like a great time. Um, all right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hail me. Oh, yeah. Be safe out there. Oh yeah, and I hope those two Canadian boys are kissing so hard tonight They're because not... it's right before those cops shoot you in the fucking oh, or they get eaten by a bear. <laughs> Choose your poison, I guess. That's so romantic. Ugh. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. <laughs> <laughs>